Welcome to the Wise Up Texas podcast. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. I want to let you guys know about um, something exciting going on with Wise Up Texas right now on our website. You will find that we are selling some cool merch. We've got our own chai blend and t-shirts um, encouraging folks to vote and get excited for the November election. Um, go check it out and we're excited for you guys to see our merchandise and hear what you think about it. Uh, today I am here with Pooja Sethi, who is running for Austin City Council District 10. And we're going to be talking to Pooja. This is her first time running for office. She is a South Asian candidate in the Austin area, and we're very excited to hear from her. So Pooja, with no further ado, would you mind introducing yourself and telling our listeners a little bit about you? Of course, and thank you Wise Up Texas and Poonam for having me on here. My name is Pooja Sethi. I'm running for Austin City Council District 10. Um, a little bit about me, I am an immigration attorney. I have my own practice. I also started a nonprofit many years ago, uh, South Asian Austin Moms, to give women who are entering the workforce who just had children um, a voice and help them get some experience so they don't face discrimination when they do re-enter the workplace and have um, easier access to get jobs. And I'm also on the Asian American Quality of Life Commission for the city of Austin. Previously, I was on the Office of Police Oversight Task Force and the Climate Equity um, Steering Committee to make sure that equitable practices for climate action in Austin. I'm also on the Asian Chamber of Commerce, as well as on the Austin Community College Regional Committee. I think that's pretty much everything I'm on. Of course, a lot of it is not happening right now with COVID, but we, we do have a lot of fun Zoom meetings. <laughs> so. Yes, our new, our new way of the world right now. Well, uh, clearly, you've been very involved in Austin for a long time and giving back to the community in a lot of ways. What compelled you to feel like running for office, and particularly this race, city council race? Um, what, what kind of made you feel like that was the right thing to do right now, and, and what's, your, what's your why? So um, back in 2016, I remember just thinking that things needed to change. Things need to change for our community. Um, the way that the country was heading and the way that we were, that we saw the projection wasn't a way that made me happy. So I remember I also um, had, I do a lot of pro bono work for women of family violence and children, immigrant women, especially women in our, our community, because I realized a lot of women um, face deportation and they sometimes cannot afford legal services. And I remember one woman had come to my office and she had actually been in a family violence situation and she had really wanted to leave. And then I got a call later that her spouse had called the police on her while she was home and said that she had hit him and she ended up in, a, uh, in jail, Travis County Jail, and then ended up at Pearsall, the San Antonio Detention Center. And I will never forget 
in 2017, a few months um, later, going in and seeing her child there crying, her, her young child crying, asking how to get her mommy out of detention. And that mom still faces deportation today. That was what led me to join the, the Asian Quality of Life City Council Commission. And it just, as, as my civic engagement grew, I just became more and more because I started with the Asian Quality of Life City Council Commission and I said, you know, maybe this will help it. And then I realized, you know, we still had more. And so I joined the Office of Police Oversight. I was selected to be on that. And I realized that if we want real change, we need a seat at the table. And that real change is on the dais to create real policies to really help everybody in our communities across Austin. So that I think you only sit in your car crying outside the jails and detention centers so many times before you realize that you really need to do something. And me stepping up to the run is, um, help me me being part of the solution and not part of the problems that so many of us face wow yeah i mean that story really embodies that be the change mentality right i mean after seeing all that and and being one of the many people helping and trying to fix those individual stories and then to be able to say i don't even want this story to happen ever again i want to one that can help fix the source of the problem. Um, I think you kind of touched on this in, in what you just told me, but you know, one thing I like to talk to South Asian candidates about specifically is, you know, how does that part of your identity influence your campaign? If it does, you know, I think sometimes um, South Asian folks might think, well, I don't know, can I do that as a South Asian minority? Will, will my name on the ballot resonate with people? And then in other scenarios, like what you just described, you might have unique insight with the work that you do and the things that you've seen and how you can serve your city. Um, so how, if at all, does your South Asian identity play a part in this decision to run and, and how your campaign looks? It plays a huge part. Um, first of all, if I was honored to win and sit on the dice, I would be the first Indian American to ever um, sit on Austin City Council. And we have not had a identified, uh, a person who identified as Asian since 2010 on the dais either. And we are the 10th largest, going into the 10th largest city in the country. So me being South Asian really does, I really do want to push for that representation on there and really make sure that everyone does have a voice on the dais. I will say though, when I first stepped up to run, I, st I still remember someone asking me, um, would you change your name? Would you change your name from Pooja? Um, because you might, they might not choose ethnic names. And my response was, no, we'll figure out a way. Because I feel like if we're not doing that, and we're not putting our names on the ballots, we're not normalizing that. Um, but a big part of that is, as a South Asian candidate and South Asian woman, is that I need to raise more money. I need to raise more money for my race to normalize my name, to get it out on yard signs and mailers and more phone calls. And of course with COVID, we can't even knock on doors anymore. So we need to figure out really creative ways to get my name out there because in order for them to really trust me, I really need to have those conversations, um, which is what we've been doing. We've been calling voters and speaking to people and really getting my name out there. Um, but I do think it's really important for South Asian candidates to, to step up to win, step up to run and to win, hopefully, and really get our names on the ballots. I mean, we've got 
of the first vice presidential candidate who's South Asian, have South Asian up there for the first time. And I think that as we're moving forward, I'm really excited to see what we're headed into with more and more people getting on the ballot with ethnic names. So it is a big part of my identity. It's a big part of why I'm stepping up to run. I want to represent all communities, but the fact that I would be potentially the first Indian American on the dais is, it, it just fills my heart and it just hopes that more and more, um, especially the next generation is just wanting to step up and take on leadership roles. Totally. I mean, that resonates with me so much. With my name being Poonam, my own dad one time told me, he's like, I really thought maybe when you grew up, you would go by Pamela or something. Like they were totally prepared for the idea that maybe I would opt for, you know, a, a name that was easier for people. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think you're right that we're seeing whether, um, you know, you could look at Barack Obama, you know, a guy with an unusual name who obviously was able to win elections um, by being authentic and just explaining who he is and what's he, what he wants to do. So I think, um, and of course now with Kamala, we see that again. So, you know, I do want to give you a chance to tell our listeners, um, you know, one, what, what is, what is the city look like with you on city council? You know, how, how do you make it better? And two, how can they get involved? Um, we've got a couple months left here for people to get involved. Um, COVID-19's making that a little bit harder. You know, it's a little um, different than maybe knocking on doors or going to campaign events. So, um, you know, one, what, what would you say are the main, main things on your platform? And two, how can our listeners jump in and, and get involved? Yeah, of course. And I would say, um, for me, I really bring the voices of Austin onto the dais. I mean, I've spent so many years in the community, on the ground, speaking to people. These are people that don't have a say in our local government. I mean, even um, raising, you know, even in raising money at my fundraisers, I've had people who are H-1Bs and they've called me and they said, I want to donate. And I said, unfortunately, um, you can't because you're, that's not allowed in the, in the political world. And so there are so many people who are, you know, not green card holders or citizens who want to step up and, and I want to be their voice. I want to be the voice of everybody on the ground. I want to be the voice of people who are scared to get engaged in government. They um, don't, they feel disenfranchised and they feel like they don't have a voice up there. And me being on the ground and hearing story after story, I mean, the mom who can't afford to live in Austin and is driving home um, an hour and can't spend time with her child and the, and the family who suffered from family violence, who doesn't have an opportunity to leave. I mean, those are the voices that I carry in my heart and I would carry onto the dais. So um, yeah, that's, that's what makes me passionate about this. And that's what makes me really know that I would be up there and advocating for everyone in Austin. That's awesome. And then, I mean, I can tell, I can tell how much passion you bring to that particular issue and, and your years of work, um, you know, is, is, it's evident that you've seen how Austinites um, could have better support in these really, really difficult situations and how we could maybe avoid some of those situations altogether. Um, so that's really exciting to hear that, that you want to take all of those years of work and work as an attorney and turn that into 
um, a leadership role for the whole city and for the entire community as opposed to your pro bono clients alone, you know, for a whole community to get to um, learn from all of your experience. So um, I want to give you one second to kind of uh, tell our listeners where, what website should they go to? What should they do to learn more about you to, to rally behind you if, if that's what they want to do after listening in? Yeah, so um, PoojaForAustin.com, that's P-O-O-J-A for F-O-R Austin.com. Check it out. We just had a really fun fundraiser recently with Vyasar Ganesan from Indian Matchmaking. And if people are excited, I'm sure he will do it again. And so, yeah, uh, we have volunteer opportunities. Um, there, there's so many ways to support and any support that I can have to break barriers both locally as well as um, as we are looking to break barriers nationally would be really helpful. And I'm really excited and so grateful to Wise Up Texas for doing this and all the advocacy you're all doing. Um, we're really, really, I have really positive feelings about a brighter future for all of us. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. We're um, definitely spending the next couple of months, you know, trying to talk to South Asian candidates. I think it's really exciting and important that we have South Asian Americans taking on um, the challenge of running for office and being willing to make that sacrifice. So thanks for talking with us today. Um, that completes our interview for today. Uh, very excited to get to speak to you via Zoom as everything happens these days. <laughs> uh, just a reminder that Wise of Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization. We welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise of Texas does not endorse any candidate or political party. You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where part podcasts are available, and select episodes will air on Radio Azad and DFW. Thanks for listening, and don't forget. Get educated, get wiser, and start giving a hoot with Wise of Texas.